Okay, before I bring Emo Aladdin on, I just want to give a little bit of a backstory. I met Emo last year when the Kings of Queen performed at Surreal Vineyards and went backstage and, you know, introduced myself, welcomed them to the the show and kind of got them all situated in the green room. And I think the first thing I noticed about Emo is that he was like very, very genuine and very warm and very personable. And it kind of carried into the whole band. Uh, they all seemed to be very thankful to be performing here. Uh, they were very thankful for the the facilities that we, you know, gave them while they were here. And they just were genuine people. And I love that about them. Not to say that the other bands weren't. Um, all the bands that we have come through, I really have to say, are, are they're top-notch entertainers and they're great, um, great people and great performers. But there was something unique about Emo and his band, specifically Emo. And so after the show, we actually were their ground transportation and uh, um, Kara took him back to the hotel and, and got to know Emo and uh, his, you know, talked about his wife and his family and stuff. And uh, they um, really kind of left an impression. And so with that, we just kind of kept in touch. And a couple of months later, I got an invitation from him saying, hey, why don't you fly out to Vegas? And we're going to be performing at um, the House of Blues. And of course, uh, you know, who's going to say no to that? So we, we flew out um, and had a great weekend in Vegas and watched them perform at the House of Blues, which was freaking amazing. Um, and just kind of continued that relationship. And then, you know, we've, we've been to see them a couple of times in Roseville. They do perform up here a lot. So if you, I want you to come to Surreal, obviously. Come to Surreal Vineyards and catch them on the show in the July 22nd show. But if you can't, you know, that's okay because I still want to support them. They do come up and they do perform at different uh, venues here in uh, Northern California. So hopefully you'll be able to catch them if they do come up again. You can't make it this time. So anyways, uh, Emo has just really um, kind of opened himself up to us and uh, his his friendship and his, his you know, just um, authentic self, I should say. And he's going to talk about you know, all the, the stuff he's doing, the projects, how the band came along. But uh, I just wanted to just say I'm, I'm really grateful for the friendship that I have with Emo and uh, just grateful that um, this band um, comes up and, and entertains you, and I hope you guys get a chance to see it. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome Emo Aladdin to the show. super excited to have someone I'd like to call a friend and someone I met last year who just absolutely crushed it up here. It's Real Summer Nights. Um, his name is Emo Aladdin and he is the front man, lead singer, just all around great guy from the Kings of Queen. How's it going today, Emo? <laughs> Doing good, Russell. Thanks for having me. And definitely, we're definitely friends. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, yeah, you uh, you really made an impact last year, uh, I think, not only on uh, the, the people that got to see you perform live, but I mean, personally, it was just really great meeting you and um, have since we've been able to travel and um, see you perform in Las Vegas and uh, Roseville. And um, it's yep. just, it's always such an enjoyable show to watch you guys. Oh, thanks, man. Well, you guys have such a great event um we were so happy to be a part of it i mean we've got so many great bands coming through surreal so to be included um definitely an honor but wow 
last year was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, you know, when uh, when I when I, I want to say I found you because you guys were already out there, like really, you know, kicking butt last year. Um, but uh, someone turned me on to your band, and when I was watching the video and I just saw you, I think even before I heard your voice, I saw you on stage and. I was just thinking, wow, this guy is like, you know, you're a performer. You're not just a singer. Um, you know, you're not just getting up there, you know, singing cover songs or anything. You really embody the spirit of Freddie. Um, well, and, and it's impressive. Yeah, it t- takes, uh, takes a lot of time to watch and study. I think if you're going to do something like this, um, this being, you know, the tribute world, you know, whichever act you emulate i think it's important that you really pay homage and pay respect um to the artists and um in doing so i think like you said kind of almost channel um uh, those artists you know whether they're around or not right um, right with freddie he was a magician the way he was able to pretty much bring everybody onto the stage uh, even you know figuratively of course right but, right that show at uh, that live aid concert, um, just what they were able to do in just 22 minutes um, and change even the, their trajectory as a band uh, is nothing short of brilliant. But he was able to do it every night as they toured the world for decades. So I truly respect the, the guy, uh, not only as a, as a, as a musician and a songwriter, but like you said, um, as an entertainer who can bring it night after night. Right. And, and I've seen you personally do that. I've seen you personally bring it to the point where you like, you know, your voice is just, you, you just gave it everything you have. And, you know, the band, the people that are watching don't see that they, they see you, you know, do your encore and you, you kind of go off the stage and they don't see that like afterwards, that backstage where you are literally spent. And I mean, that is like, it was so impressive and I, I have so much respect for what you guys do as a band and, and you as the singer that you truly, you give it all, you're all up there. Yeah. Yeah. We were, um, you know, especially personally, I mean, I've been, I've been doing music for the better part of two decades. Um, and a lot of, a lot of what I do now is from the, the, the years of being on a stage, but also truly appreciating um, the feeling you get when you're on a stage in front of thousands of people uh, sure. opposed to what I was used to, which was probably five to 10 people a show. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm very present uh, and I certainly don't take it for granted. So I try to put everything I can into each performance um, uh, in hopes that it's not the last. Right. Well, um, in a minute here, I want to talk about your band and, and the musicianship and the, just the skill and, and talent that you guys bring. But um, I wanted to to kind of ask you just a little bit so that the listeners out there can kind of hear your story and hear your, the, the Emo Aladdin story and how you, um, kind of what you were doing before uh, the Kings of Queen and currently doing. I know that you still currently have your um, your music that is Emo Aladdin music, but also kind of just how that came into the, the world of the tribute with uh, the Kings of Queen. And I know yeah. that's probably a long story that could take hours, but... Uh, but just kind of give us a little overview, kind of how that, you know, who, who you are as a musician and then how that came to be. Oh, yeah. I think like with any starting musician who's a songwriter, you know, you always dream of being in the studio and coming out with some great records. Um, and I followed that same trajectory. You know, I, I moved to L.A. and 
2001 and I never liked what people were doing with my own mixes. So I just figured, you know what, I'm just going to learn how to do it myself. So I would be up until two in the morning. I'd have my day job and then I'd just be up all night learning how to produce, mix and master myself. Rocky Road, let me tell you, yeah. but by the end, I was really able to start producing my own records. Um, it's, it's rock opera now. It's definitely evolved over the years, but yeah, it's rock opera under the name Aladdin. Um, but, but that's what really got me into the whole Queen world because once I started doing my own albums, I started offering my services of uh, laying down vocals for other projects. Since mm -hmm. I knew how to record, I had my own studio. So I started recording my own vocals for other people's projects. One of the projects was a Queen tribute band based in the East Coast. And they hired me to provide the vocals for their singer who was just lip syncing. Uh, he had the look, had the moves, more or less. And um, <laughs> I provided the vocals, which after I was done, I was like, wow, I've learned all these Queen songs, kind of learned how to match Freddie's tone because my tone as as myself is completely different from Freddie's. You wouldn't be able to, uh, you know, it, it, it's a big difference. You probably sure. hear elements during the shows. Um, but I had to retrain my vocals to match Freddie's um, with his, you know, uh, his, his range, but right. more so actual vocal tone. He had this grit, but then he would go back and forth between this grit and this clean head voice. And then his vibrato sometimes is non-existent. So I had to retrain my vocals where I had no vibrato and just a straight note. But he also had his unique, very quick, fast vibrato. So the whole learning experience. But once I was done with that project, I was like, well, since I've learned all this stuff, might as well try, you know, starting my own queen project mm -hmm. and that gave birth to the kings of queens wow that uh that's a commitment that's like that is a major commitment to your craft and uh that that's i mean it's i think it's awesome because you see that on stage and i'm, I'm always telling people when they're like oh you know the king you know the king's a queen if they don't know you right they're like oh well the king's a queen i'm sure they're they're good but you know, who can match Freddie? <laughs> and I'm like, well, if you come into the concert, you're going to see who can at least bring Freddie's spirit and his vocals to life on stage. And uh, I really think you do that. You do an amazing job. You, oh, thank you, Matt. Thank you. Kind of, you kind of embody him. Um, and with the costume changes, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> and, and some of the costumes you wear um, are, are uh, you, if you're listening to this and you're coming to the show, people, you're going to see a man who is in amazing shape. He's got a great physique and he can wear little tight white shorts with no shirt on stage. And you guys are going to be like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, he was very fearless. Yes. Fearless with his vocals and also fearless in getting on a stage with very little to wear. Right. Right. Well, I, I, I mean, that's amazing that you can do that. And, uh, and you do it well, so uh, it's a great show, people. And when you come out to see um, Emo um, and when he's being Freddie, it's, you're going to think you're watching Freddie. And that's really kind of what the whole tribute band is all about, right? You want to you wanna make people feel like they're seeing the real thing. Yeah, and, and I'll, give you, you know, I'll give you my story as far as my experience as, um, as, as an audience. Um, I went and saw Queen Nation, who if you guys, whoever's listening to this, has not heard of them before, you guys should check them out. They're an awesome SoCal-based Queen tribute and a friend of mine took me to go watch them and of course you know I mean everyone knows Freddie passed away but somehow for some reason I'm watching this guy and go there is Freddie and like I was trying to convince myself 
that no, 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 that's actually Freddie. And that's, I think, that's what we all strive for mm-hmm. as musicians is, you know, of course, we're not the real thing. But what we would love is to kind of transport people back to their memories of the band, whether they watched them live or took them back to a moment in their lives that reminded them of their upbringing um, and right. probably the best of, of, of their lives. So for you to say that, man, it, that, that really makes it all worth it. Well, you know, I mean, I actually even heard it firsthand. Uh, we went to see you in Roseville, and uh, there was a, a woman. This was, uh, we were kind of by the bar, and uh, this this woman, this is before you guys came on, but she had seen you before. She was from England, and very, very British, and she had seen, uh, she, she was uh, probably my age. I'm dating myself, but, you know, I'm, I'm uh, um, how do you say this tactfully? I'm mature in my age. <laughs> And, uh, she, you know, she had seen, uh, the real queen a few times and, uh, her comment to Kara and myself was it's, it is every bit as good as watching the real band. She says, I've, I've seen them in England. I've seen them here in the States. Um, and then watching Kings of Queen perform, um, she said, she said, you are just, you are that, you are the thing. I can't remember what word she used in, it was British slang or something, but I think it was the equivalent of like the, the bee's knees or the cat's meow or like, you know, or some, <laughs> something to that effect. And what an honor. yeah, it was cool. It was really cool to hear that. Cause you know, we, we talk you guys up all the time and, um, of course I want people to come out and, and see you, but, um, but hearing people who have, have seen Queen before and then watch you guys perform, it was it was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sweet of her to say that. Yeah. So uh, your band though is, is also incredibly talented, um, I, and I don't even know who you know who you would who's the most talented. But they're they're just all great. I mean, um, you know, tell us about your band and how how they kind of came to be. I am so grateful to have found four individuals who are able to come together because when it comes to the music of Queen, um, you really can't have Queen without all four of those members. Um, and that's what made the recording so unique is when you heard the vocals, of course, Freddie stands out, but all those harmonies, I mean, they are recorded uh, a lot by Freddie, sure, but you had Roger Taylor, who's the drummer uh, mm-hmm. for Queen. You had Brian May, the guitar player for Queen. Even John Deacon, he, he wasn't much of a singer, but they still threw him into the vocal booth, and they and he is on quite a few of the recordings. So when we started this project a few years ago, I, I made a very conscious decision to not only bring in people who could play the instruments and play them well um, and be at the top of their game, but equally importantly was their vocal ability. Um, I did not want to compromise that at all um, mm-hmm. because... At the end of the day, when you're going to go see a Queen show, most of us have not seen Queen live. Right. And Queen is different from Queen in studio only because, you know, they didn't sing every single vocal part live as they did in the studio because, it's just, you know, that just wasn't how they structured their live shows. Um, but because I knew that the majority of people have never heard Queen live format and that they were more familiar with the studio format, I challenged the guys and I told them, listen, you have to play the parts as they're played, but you also have to sing the vocal parts. So I actually recorded all of the vocal parts for each of the players um, based on what was on the recording. And they, God bless them. I mean, they took the hours upon hours took them to learn their vocal parts song by song. We've got, I think, a 25-song repertoire, and they learned every single part. And so what really makes this band so 
amazing uh, is the fact that these guys are, and they're all lead singers in their own separate projects too. Mm-hmm. I mean, incredible vocalists. Um, the reason why I said four is because we have a piano player named Joel Case, uh, who is the extra fifth member of the band. Um, since you know, I mean, I play some piano, but he plays you know ninety percent of the piano sure. during those shows, and he sings as well. So you really do hear the studio version of the songs um, live uh, in a Queen show. Um, and I'm not sure if any of the others are doing it, uh, but I do know that uh, we do. And, and I hope people really do appreciate all the work that these guys put in. And we get along so well. We're laughing pretty much the entire way up or down the coast or across <laughs> the country. Between sets, even on stage, we have certain things we say and do that right. we'll just end up all five of us cracking up. Um, it's, I think that's the beauty of being in a band uh, that's been graced with, you know, some really good shows, people like you that give us opportunities to be on a great stage um, and, you know, have, have some sort of livelihood because of it. Mm-hmm. You get to really enjoy the moments and right. be happy and appreciative and not feel like, you know, you've been dealt a bad hand. I mean, as musicians, we've all been there. All of us have been in the dumps and paying our dues, but you reach a point where you finally strike gold and you do not look back. You go all in and you have a great time in the process. Yeah. And you can definitely tell that you guys are a tight um, family band when you're up there performing and uh, it's, it's really cool to watch, but I think I wanted to just touch on that, that one aspect you just talked about of everyone learning their vocal parts. Uh, If you're, if you're in the audience listening to this, uh, Really what he's saying is they're not using backing tracks when they're doing their harmonies. No. That's no. that's all of you um, harmonizing live for the audience at that point. And that's brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we could have added to add layers, um, but the way we see it is, you know, the, people are going there to really be present. And um, part of being present is... Mm-hmm. is, is bring anything in from the outside so yeah everything they hear everything they experience including the eight costume changes is 100%. <laughs> and that's that's so fun to watch so yeah be prepared for that you're going to see uh, over the two-hour show they do there you're going to see a, a few costumes um, so get your cameras out <laughs> definitely <laughs> you know there are times where yeah I, uh, I i'm not fully dressed yet um and i'll have my mic with me backstage while getting ready and i'm and i just keep singing while i'm putting my clothes on and then i run out so, <laughs> okay yeah, now that's talent that's talent <laughs> I, yeah i gotta make sure that we have um the sidewalls on the backstage tent this this like last time <laughs> so, <laughs> or else there could be another side yeah show. there'll be a sideshow back there people are like what no but uh no, that's awesome, and I, I'm still looking forward to seeing you guys, and, and I thank you so much for, for driving up here and performing again. It's surreal. So. Well, dude, you've been yeah. a great over the course of the year. Being able to see you multiple times um, you know, throughout the years, is, it's just great to have a friend uh, in the music industry. It's few and far between, so yeah. I appreciate you. Well, I, I appreciate you, too. Make sure you tell uh, everyone said I said hi, especially Ted. I mean, I, I got to give love to the drummers because you know, I'm an old drummer, and um, he's amazing. He really is, dude. He is. And he is just, I mean, heart of gold, so committed. He is constantly called and requested to join projects and do shows. And he turns them down because, 
um, you know, he, he's happy where he is. We're all happy where we are, but mm -hmm. you know, the number of times you have to turn people down knowing that another queen show would probably be filling that date anyway. Um, is yeah. that truly means because yeah, he is a huge part of this band. Yeah. He's, uh, his David Bowie, um, the, <laughs> I don't want to give any much away about the show, but there's one part that you guys do uh, with the, uh, I think it's a, we will rock you when you go through the different genre, oh, yeah. genre yeah. iterations of that. I, that is always, I, I feel like I want to tell people, you guys get your cameras out because you're about to see some really cool shit with this um, yeah. Ted going off on the, all the different genres versions of how you could do. We will rock you. <laughs> so um, that's it is. I, I love that. I love that you guys do that too. I mean, you know, people realize you're not watching the real thing and, but, but you are bringing it and you give them a little surprise every now and then you kind of, you kind of put something in there that surprises the audience. And I think that's brilliant too. So. Yeah. No, thanks for noticing that. Yeah. Well, listen, Emo, I don't want to take much more of your time. I know you're busy and uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show and, and talking to us a little bit about your band. So where can people find uh, you uh, find Aladdin? So it's uh, pretty easy. Uh, if you go to the Kings of Queen Instagram, uh, which is the Kings of Queen Tribute, they'll go to our on the bio or the description. I've got my um, my my profile tag, but I've got the other four guys' profiles tagged too. So if cool. they want to go and explore everybody in the band, very cool. So go to your socials and then uh, on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you, you're on both of those, so I would encourage everyone to follow um, the Kings of Queen uh, on, on, uh, Instagram and social and, uh, Facebook. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So man, I just can't wait, uh, less than two weeks. You guys will be up here, uh, performing for the, the people of this region again. And, uh, it's exciting. Oh, we're stoked. And we're, we're excited to catch our opener, the opening act from what yeah. I hear it. Threadwood. Yeah. They're going to be fun. That's, uh, you know, that's my son. So um, I'm excited for you guys to meet too. I love it when musicians can connect and kind of just, uh, encourage each other and, and that kind of stuff. So very cool. Uh, I love his music. So well, thank you. I, I'll pass that on to him. He's going to be our next guest. So, uh, or actually, he was prior to this. So <laughs> I'm oh, not good. sure. I'm not sure how the mix is going to be yet. But uh, I appreciate that. I'll definitely pass it on to him. Uh, well, I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing it. Very cool. Well, uh, Emo, thank you so much, and uh, you guys be safe on your way up here, and um, and uh, I can't wait to see you guys. We'll do that. Thanks. All right, man. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Right. All right, that was Emo Aladdin from the Kings of Queen, who will be here on July 22nd. So looking forward to that show. Anyways, that's all we have for today at Kilt and Cork Backstage. Thank you so much for joining me. Please be sure to follow Kilton Cork on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you want to find out what's happening, uh, definitely go to kiltoncork.com. That's where we have all of our events and stuff going on. So again, I appreciate you guys uh, joining me on this podcast and following along. Um, it's a pleasure to do this for you. And uh, I just want to let you know how, how much I appreciate it. So don't forget, we're here for a good time. We're not here for a long time. Be safe.